as fearless in death as he was in life. This is 8-Bit, Episode 7, What the Derp, on October 23rd, 2012. And now, it's like creamy garlic. This episode is hosted by Ian Buck and Ian Decker, with guest Neil Holden. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> Macho Man. Macho Man Randy Savage, coming in as our guest artist for tonight. <laughs> oh man, I wish. <laughs> that would be awesome. And so we have a juice. I mean, no offense, Theo, but he's he's quite a bit cooler than you. Don't worry, I completely get it, I'm Jewish. <laughs> Uh, why do we always have token ethnicities in this, in this show? Oh wait, For we laws. never do. <laughs> never oh, mind. Now you do. Oh gosh. <laughs> You're right. The number of jokes that are going to be made is going to be too damn high. Oh no. <laughs> just, should I just leave now? Or I don't know. <laughs> no, yep. come on in. Stay. Yo, Holtman Enjoy comes the in. shower. It'll be great. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. All right, welcome to 8-Bit Episode 7, where we make bad, like, bad, bad Holocaust jokes. Beware. Yeah, no, this is going to be terrible. (laughs) Hosted today by your regular hosts, Ian Decker. And Buck, with a guest, Theo Holtman. Yay! And the crowd goes wild! I can just say this. I'm I'm thankful that Natalie uh, doesn't listen to this show at all because I would have been slapped. She would have sought me out and slapped me so hard. She just shows up in your dorm. She slaps me and then walks away. Yep. How did watch you it happen find now. me? <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, so moving on to our lightning round. Oh, first, first, first. Oh, first, first, no, first. The survey. Everybody has to go take the first year survey since the Nexus uh, podcasting network has been around for uh, almost a year. We were about three weeks away from, from that. Everybody needs to go take our survey so that we can find out how we're doing and, you know, who's listening and other useful stuff that we can probably not use at all. Yay! 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 Yay. The somewhat subdued Theo Holtman. <laughs> I wonder how many people are actually going to fill it out. We've already had a few, uh, mostly people who are actually in shows, unfortunately. Um, but I have had a few of my friends who are have not been in shows and who just listen because I tell them to listen who have filled it out. But yeah. Working on getting people to do that. No promises yet, but working on it. Well, first you need to get some friends. <sighs> Fine. That's and then a lot you need of work. to get internet connections for all of these friends. That's even more work. Yeah. Not including well, money. Whoever said that doing a podcast was not going to be work. I mean. Me? All right. Fair enough. I mean, come on. I don't even read this stuff beforehand. What stuff? Oh, look. Lightning. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a reason for that. Otherwise, I apparently ramble. So It is true. And, you know, we'll see, we'll see how much you ramble today. So, I'll just start us off. Um, EA has given out codes for a free $20 game as a reward for taking a survey on their website. But it turns out that these codes could be used as many times as the user liked, and they could be used by any users as well. So people just kind of went crazy and, you know, got a ton of, ton of different games off of Origin. And EA actually decided that they were going to honor these these uh, purchases, even though they're not really legit. So, huh? Oops. What game was it? I'm just curious. Oh, it was it, it was any any twenty dollar game available through Origin that didn't come out in, within like the last thirty days or so. Huh? Yeah. I wish I would have known about that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they've uh, closed the loophole by now. Damn. Yeah. All right. So everybody's favorite family-friendly console, the Wii, has recently had a price drop. It has now dropped to $130. So go out and get it and enjoy that Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort, y'all. And then realize that the Wii U came is coming out soon anyway. 
Yeah. Master of the O, I believe you are up. You read this one right here. <laughs> He's a podcast. And it looks like training. Valve is working on something different, something that takes place in space. And the cuts that are suggested, it just might be, but if it isn't Half-Life, then no. Just, no. <laughs> we don't want it. Drop that stuff. Call of Duty Elite will be free for Black Ops 2, except for on the Wii U, where it will apparently be absent. And DLCs will be available through a season pass, or you can buy them individually. Go away, Call of Duty. Just go away. You know, as long as people keep buying them, I don't think they're going to go anywhere. I know, but that's the problem, is it's getting... It's too streamlined. It's just the same every time. It's pretty much the exact same thing. It's, It's... it's the Twilight Teenage Boys, where it has almost no story. It's just the exact same thing coming out over and over again, and they have a bunch of teenage boys lined up in line to go and get it each and every time. They're crazy. They think it's the best thing in the world, and it's just... Argh. Actually, Sorry. it's probably more those like you know 13-year-old boys or younger who are uh, keeping it alive. Hence the Twilight... For teenage boys. Yeah. A real shooting game? Battlefield 3, that's fun. Or any other thing that involves guns. Yeah. Alright. Metro Last Light won't have multiplayer at launch, so, it, however, it might come later. And I think Metro Last Light has guns. I mean, I'm not sure, but I'm, I'm, I think it does. It means it'll be better. Yeah. Real guns? That'd be fun, too. Or is it Nerf guns? That'd be fun, too. <laughs> That'd be fun, too. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. Very clever. You know it. All right. Theo, read this. All right. And in this video, it's, I guess, really ridiculous, but it's a six-kill combo on Dishonored. We're not going to actually... Time. We're not going to play this video, but everybody should go watch it because it's pretty awesome. Um, some of the powers that you can get and the ways that you can string them all together to kill just tons and tons of people. It's amazing. Also, just if you've played the game at all, then you, you know how difficult it is to kill even one person in a relatively quick and painless manner. So if it's a six-kill combo, that's one after the other relatively quickly. It's and one be... of them was a tall boy. What? Yeah. What? You haven't watched the video? No. Oh I told God. you. I don't read these things. All right, go watch it after the show. <laughs> of course. Let's do it together. <laughs> All right. Inf- information that was found in a Skyrim patch hints at a Dragonborn DLC, which may include dragon riding and a return to the Souls theme, the island where Morrowind Mansion Blood Moon ta- took place. So that's that should be interesting. Ooh. Chances are it won't be on PS3, though. <laughs> Actually, that reminds me of something that I saw... Earlier, when Skyrim was first coming out, someone unlocked the game's boundaries. So you know how, like, there's only certain distance you can go in the game? Yeah. They unlocked the, they went into the coding and unlocked those boundaries. And apparently, the Skyrim coding contains all of Morrowind, as well as all the world where the, uh, where Oblivion took place in. So the entire Elder Scrolls world is contained within Skyrim. Only part of it is accessible at the moment, but Why? they have that there. Huh. For possible future DLCs, I'm betting is what it is. Holy cow! Why would they go to all that effort? And it's been a year, and they haven't like touched any of that yet. Holy cow! It oh god, it has been about a year, hasn't it? Huh. But yeah, of course they haven't. They have. They don't have uh, the the arena world, do they? I don't know because you know there were Elder Scrolls games before Morrowind. Just saying. I don't know. <laughs> Alright, so Minecraft on the Xbox 360 is going to get a huge update that will bring creative mode, as well as, get this, 3D pig snouts. So now those Xbox users aren't missing out on anything important in Minecraft. Nope. Those lucky guys. Those pig snouts are going to... That's all it took. Now it's almost as good as the PC version. Almost. Except for the fact that it's not on PC. Keyword almost. I remember I remember reading like a few years ago in one of their patch notes for for Minecraft that one of the one of the little bullet points was boats work now. 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> so apparently, apparently they just had a bunch of boats in there that they knew didn't work, and they fixed it. Yep. Huh. Notch. Whatever shall we do with thee? <laughs> we'll buy his games, evidently, is what we're going to do. No matter Not what. Alright. And it looks like, dude bro, my shit is effed up, so I, got, so I got the shoot slice, you too. It's coming out, and I guess apparently it's an old 80s game, right? Yes, it's yeah. like a, it's a remake of an old 80s game, I think. Okay. And you missed part of the title. It's it's not just where you... It's not just shoot or slice you. So it's, dude, bro, my shit is effed up, so I got to shoot slice you. Two, it's straight up dog time. <laughs> and it. it's starring John St. John, who is the uh, voice actor for Duke Nukem, of course. And... Oh. Yeah, it's, so it's going to be free, which means we all have to go play it, obviously. Oh, dear God. If it's free... Yep. And it's dude, bro. Bro. Breh. B-R-E-H. Breh. (laughs) Alright, so Guild Wars 2 players have been heavily favoring the human race, and one of the writers for Guild Wars 2 says that those players are really missing out on a lot of awesome storylines that the other races have. Particularly, the Char, apparently, are, like, nobody plays as them at all. Sad face. As soon as I actually have monies to buy Guild Wars 2, Slash that I'm not worried about spending here, actually on campus, on things that I need. Um, slash having actual time to play. That too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, enjoy. Anyway, um, then I'll definitely have to hop on that and get some more char people going because I absolutely love the char. They look beyond badass. I know they—they they were like my first choice when I first saw the game. I was like, dude, I want to be one of those cat dudes. I know. <laughs> Pride stalker. League of Legends reference, neener, neener, which you probably didn't get. Uh, correct. All right. So Steam URLs can be opened in Safari without the user's knowledge to make changes to their computer. Good thing no one uses Safari. Oops. D- d- does anyone here use it? No, of course not. Nope. <laughs> Especially since they've stopped um, releasing updates for Windows on Safari. Oh, that's just... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely not using that. I think I'll stick with Chrome and then Firefox as my backup because obviously Internet Explorer sucks. And as you guys know, I I just tried Opera and it crashed within the first five seconds of me trying it. It, it was wonderful. I removed the second I got it. Yep, you can second definitely see why Matt, you know, loves it so much. <laughs> I love when things crash on me too. Oh, yeah. It just gives you such a good feeling. That seems to like chaos. And that is a positive G factor. Though you guys would probably have to know some chemistry to know. He, he has some positive entropy. He adds chaos to this world. That's a good All right. All right. And here's an awesome fan-made video where Gordon meets Chell. I'm actually really curious about this. So yeah, I love really well-made fan videos. <laughs> that was sweet, and that was worth chuckling at too. Oh yeah, yeah. I think my Chill. favorite part—my favorite part was when they first met and they start miming to each other because they're both silent protagonists. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> she looks a lot like one of my friends here at Gustavus. But in order to go and see what she looks like, you guys are going to have to go onto the onto the show's description and then find it in the show notes. Let's do it up. Okay. All right. Well, well, what happened to our what happened to our show notes? Do you see that underneath the next bullet point? What what's going on? We've got like a URL in the middle of a sentence. And... <laughs> Ryan, what did you do? What happened? What? Ryan, <laughs> ghost, what did you do? <laughs> um that, okay, that appears to be the the URL for <laughs> the the video that we just watched. <laughs> and oh my gosh, I cannot I I, I can't I can't even tell. <laughs> All right then. It looks like that was Theo's fault because in the revision history, it's showing up as his edit. I, I swear I didn't do anything. Theo. <laughs> Theo. I swear. I I I didn't mean to do anything. Theo. Oh, yeah. okay. I see. And that's not even supposed to be another bullet point. Okay, so that's all one. Okay, whoever is going to say that, go ahead and say it. <laughs> All right, I think that was you, actually. All right, awesome. Yeah. So BioWare has revealed um, the restrictions that will be placed on non-subscribing players of the Old Republic once it goes free to play. They, the players will have a limited number of flashpoints, war zones, and space missions available to them each week, and they will also have restricted inventory and cold space. But it seems worth it to me since the alternative is you know paying $15 a month. Uh-huh. That sounds pretty awesome since I, I used to, to subscribe to that and I just got yeah. bored after a while. And if I can only do a certain amount per week, I would love that. Yeah, I'm still not the biggest fan of subscription games. Well, no, of course yeah. not, but this isn't anymore. It's. I know. Yeah! It's great. Now I can actually justify making an account mm-hmm. and it's... playing maybe once in a while. Well, Alright, so it... Steam. Oh, god. I'll say, and the storyline is actually really good for each of the characters, at least at least on the dark side. Ooh. Oh. Oh, you imperial scum! I yes, have to be dark. Oh no, I'm not doing dark side. Dark side is so fun though, and they all have British accents. <laughs> <laughs> not even joking. For the Republic. I'll have to be a Scotsman then. Oh great! I don't think you can choose. Too bad. You can have uh, Femshep though. She's the uh, voice actress for the female trooper. Giggity. Yeah. Giggity. The best storyline is Sisyph the Juggernaut. I'm just telling you, you have to at least play it at once. No. Maybe. Alright, so Steam Greenlight now includes software and early concepts and projects. Huh. Okay. Alright, there are some awesome sweepstakes. Razer is giving away an, the old public branded Razer Blade laptop and gaming peripherals. All entrants gain a discount on the old public brand items from the Razer store. So basically, there's no reason for you not to go and enter those sweepstakes right now, unless, you know, you want to give me a better chance of winning. So, Valve will start punishing players who quit multiple man-versus-machine games, and I believe it's it's only certain certain modes in man-versus-machine, but, you know, you don't, we don't like quitters. Nope. I hate quitters so nope. much. All right. Bioshock Infinite Premium, Premium Edition comes with a lithograph, a concept art book, in-game gear, the soundtrack, and more goodies, all for 80 bucks. However, the Ultimate Songbird Edition will come with all of that and a 9-inch Songbird statue for $150. So for those of you who absolutely love this game and are into that whole collecting thing, this is a must. Well, seems pretty cool. Clearly, they're not college students, though. No, no. Also, for all the Bioshock Infinite fans, it's available for pre-order, and and when you buy it, you get access to the Industrial Revolution puzzle game. So the the second Borderlands 2 DLC is going to be called Mr. Torg's Campaign of Carnage, (laughs) and uh, according to certain PlayStation 3 trophies that have been revealed. They're coming out with DLCs really fast, aren't they? Yeah, just a little lot. <laughs> now this is something that's really cool. So mods for FTL, a game called Faster Than Light, where you pilot a ship. At least that's what it seems like, and it's just sort of like ship fighting other stuff. It's a ship simulator. Like. Yeah. Okay. But some mods for the FTL include the Enterprise, an Imperial Star Destroyer, an, an Imperial Star Destroyer, 
and the Serenity. So get your geek on and go and check that out. That sounds pretty epic. Daily. All right. Nintendo's implementing voice chat all wrong. They always do. It's not universal. So, some games support it. You need the official third-party headsets for some reason. You can only plug them in through the gamepad, not the pro controller. And the microphone on the gamepad can't be used for chat. What? Yeah, none of this none of this makes any sense. I don't think that Nintendo understands how online gaming works at all. They never have. Nintendo what the derp. Ghost shut up. <laughs> so PlanetSide 2, PlanetSide 2, which we're all excited for, and I have a beta key for, but I haven't gotten around to playing it yet, uh, will launch on November 20th, and there will be a third continent available at that time. Hey, that's the same day as Assassin's Creed 3 on the PC. Oh, God! Oh, that means that I'm going to have, like, conflict of interest. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a good thing that Christmas break is only a month away. Yeah. (laughs) But you're going to be at home with not-so-good interwebs. Uh, Yeah. Ian, my my place is open. (laughs) Mom, Dad... I'm moving to Theo's for winter break. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> hey, I, I have a whole basement down here to myself, so... Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Can I come, too? <laughs> it's yes, actually a shorter drive home <laughs> if I go to your house than back to my house. Yeah. Hey, you say, I, I, I even have a futon in my room, and it's fold out, so you can use it as a bed. Nice. Wonderful. Is I dipped the futon, then. Garrett? What? What? Chicken butt? Never mind. <laughs> Alright, so the latest dance craze, Gognum Style, will be available in November as DLC for the game Just Dance 4. I question the intelligence of this decision, but at the same time, are I you don't, kidding me? Because they will make so much money off they of this. Will. That dancing to that song is so much fun, even when you're not <laughs> playing it as a game. I mean, seriously. Means smacking. What on earth happened? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for those of you who, for those of you who don't know, I am just chuckling at a, somebody, at a mistake somebody's that somebody's in our uh, gone into our uh, show notes and just messed them up. Hey, go I, away, ghost. I I didn't look at them before today, so you're you're you're, you're switching from regular ghost into a poltergeist. Now go away. <laughs> All right, looks like Crytek is getting to FTP gaming with Warface. Which means making a scalable game that will run on normal PCs. Do you, do you guys think that Crytek is uh, capable of that? Don't know. Probably not. Yeah. Considering but, all of their uh, top secret tessellated toad tech. Oh, giggity. That's going to be beautiful. Theo, yeah. is that yours? Yes. Ah, awesome. <laughs> I've received like three calls and four texts ever since this began. <laughs> You're just so four popular. Texas. And my girlfriend's girl's probably mad that I didn't answer any of the calls. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this it's okay, is, you're on business. This, show, this is the show where we find people girlfriends or make them lose them, <laughs> depending on whether they came in single or not at the beginning. But you're apparently not <laughs> allowed to walk away single, though yeah. I seem to have broken that rule six times in a row and probably a seventh time coming up here soon, too. Katie? No! (laughs) Go away. (laughs) So this story, um, they covered this on uh, at the Nexus, but over 70 million Xbox 360s have been sold to date, and that is way more than the 24 million that the original Xbox sold, but their sales are declining. So I think it's time for them to come out with a new one. Probably. Yes. Team Meat, the indie developer behind Super Meat Boy, announces Mugenics, a game about cats. Kinda. Uh uh-uh. Doesn't their developer name just kind of seem inappropriate now that they're making a cat game? Yeah. Team Meat, spelled M-E-A-T. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wonder will... about their decision. Should I cross a line? All lines must be crossed in this show. Well, the meat's got to find some sort of pussy. Okay, I'm just going to assume we're talking about cats. <laughs> it's the game about cats, kind of. Let's all just go with the cats. <laughs> we'll go with cats. Okay. So there's, 
This is probably the most, like, NSFW show that we've had so far. <laughs> have any of them really been? Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, well, is, uh, no, never mind, I'm not going there. Hey, look, articles. <laughs> <laughs> Silence! I kill you! <laughs> People oh seem to be incredibly determined. Assassin's Creed web game gives you an image of Desmond overlooking a fight tournament. Users have found a QR code in the image, which leads to a site where you can enter codes. Now people are finding as many, which leads to a site where you can enter codes. Now people are finding as many numbers as they can in the image and putting them in the site. Yeah, these people are just ridiculous. Wow. Some people just can't wait for the game to actually come out to actually play the game. Yeah, see, I'm betting you that if I had played all the Assassin's Creed, I'd be one of those people who'd be going around finding all the numbers everywhere I could. But that's just me. Speaking of Assassin's Creed, this was supposed to be at the end of the uh, Lightning, but on Steam right now, during the Midweek Madness, you can pick up all four of the the Assassin's Creed games that are currently out for under $40 total. Yeah, so it's a good buy. Get it, people. Yeah, everybody who doesn't have them should go buy them. All right. Well, seeing as we're not making this, or seeing as we're making this an NSFW episode. Oh my gosh! Fuck you too, Ubisoft. After promising an end to DRM, some retail copies of Rocksmith have shipped without the necessary CD keys. Huh. Yeah. How derp can you be? Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, like, Ubisoft is forcing those people to prove to them that they actually bought the game, too. Like, you know, by sending them the receipts and everything, etc., etc., yada, yada. Way too many steps. Well, that's not BS at all. No, no, no. It's idiotic. So, we have more details on Dragon Age 3, uh, which is coming out late next year. They... Um, they have revealed that you can only be a human in that game, but the uh, backgrounds from Dragon Age Origins will have a large impact. You might get your own castle, that's been hinted at, and the game is also going to be much, much larger than Dragon Age 2. So, I bet you never played series. I haven't been able to get into that series yet, but I'm planning on it. Sometime. Yep. And, and as for video... There's a Bioshock Infinite trailer. Looks shiny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot that that video was there. <laughs> <laughs> well, for time's sake, why don't we say we'll save that one for the show notes. Yep. So, people, go check it out in the show notes. I mean, it's going to be a visual one anyway, seeing as how shiny it is. Oh, yeah. However... It's going to be sparkly! <laughs> this video, this video is uh, not necessarily entirely uh, visual, so we're going to play this one. All right, so also if you guys... Uh, Where'd it go? There'd it go. Do you want me to give it a quick intro or no? No, just, just play it. Uh, oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! As fearless in death as he was in life. Next, the Nord and the Rags! There it is again. Did you hear that? I said, next prisoner. To the block, prisoner. Nice and easy.
Ah, all right, now that we've uh, fixed the playing of videos. Yeah! <laughs> so that was a video of uh, the first level of Skyrim, the intro, in a mod that turns all of the dragons into Macho Man... What's his name again? Randy Savage. Randy Savage, yeah. Yeah! Oh, gosh. I, I, I'm i definitely going to have to check this out. And you guys are going to have to, too, just because it's... They visually do it, too. So his lungs are kind of elongated and rubbery, and he is the biggest, I don't know, pecs? Biggest collarbone? I don't know what you'd call it. Longest neck of any human I've ever seen. But he's still got the awesome purple hat. And that uh, that manly facial hair, too. <laughs> also, Theo, don't forget you're going to have to unmute yourself before you want to talk again. Uh-huh. There you go. Yay! <laughs> Theo knows technology! I do? He does! I'm sure he's better than my mom, because I had to explain to her how to uh, drag windows around on a screen the other day. <laughs> like, oh, I, I couldn't comprehend the fact that she had never moved a window around on a screen before. Oh, gosh. Yeah. He does. Anyway. Ever Tim. All right, so these nerds are building a one-to-one model of the Millennium Falcon. Uh, the title of the project is, don't worry, show hold together. <laughs> so nerds of the world unite, and by all means, go out and see if you can help this thing, because honestly, as pointless and useless as it will be, it's still pretty dang awesome. It's going to be awesome. I, I want to see this, really. <laughs> well, check it out in the show notes. Yay! Yay! I mean, yeah! Yeah! Maybe I could hide in the cargo hold where they held from the um, troops. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. And that'd be fun. All right. And nobody will think to look there. Of course. (laughs) Trying to find some way to fit some sort of Jewish joke in with that, but it's just not working. Um, Oh, Uh have to fit his nose in? Exactly. Okay. He wouldn't be able to hide because his nose would poke out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm very angry with you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Technology is getting ever more compact. This guy is a digital storm are utilizing that fact. They recently came out with a brand new desktop that only that is only 14 inches tall and 3.6 inches wide with all that power of a full-size desktop. The only catch? Tends to get a little loud. Huh. Yeah, I don't see the point of this at all. What's the no, point of a compact desktop? Small and actually what they were saying in the article is that it seems like it'll be a really good thing for those people who want to utilize, like, Living room computers, so those people who are using like Steam Big TV or something like that and want to have like a PC in the living room as a family thing. How hard is it to bring a mid-sized tower into your living room and just yeah. leave it there? I mean, seriously. Apparently too hard. I, I don't understand. For some people. I know, but also for those of us, um, those of you people with giant-ass towers, this will make going to LAN parties a whole hell of a lot easier. Well, theoretically, for a LAN party, you just have a laptop. Because even if you've got a small desktop, you still have to take your screen with you and your keyboard and your mouse and everything. And, and like, for me especially, not only do I have the mid-sized tower, but I also have a giant 27-inch monitor. And, you know, that, it's just not feasible. <sighs> Fine. Ooh, yep. I should see if I can pick up. Never mind. <laughs> This has nothing to do with anything on the show other than just talking about hooking up something to the TV. The guys in the apartment downstairs have a giant TV, and I was thinking if I can pick up an HDMI cable, I might be able to plug my desktop into that and play some games down there, and that'd be pretty dang sweet. Well, we all know how scarce HDMI cables are. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'll say that with a straight face. <laughs> well, I don't have one. Really? Yeah, Dude. I mean, I've never had a reason to get one. So. In, in, in Newark, they sell them for like 2 or $3 a piece sometimes. Didn't your like monitor come with one? Nope. Hmm. Because this was a pre-made package. Oh, remember? Right. Yeah. If, so if sorry, you remember man. back to the first show, I ended up buying my desktop, um, and it was a pre-made package. And then I ended up switching out all the stuff, or not all the stuff, but a lot of the stuff inside of it. Um, Including the power supply? Including the power supply, because the power supply that it came with didn't have six pins. 
didn't have a six-pin adapter. It was like, what? <laughs> what? I'm guessing that that's not something that they showed you in the, uh, you nope. know, the video. <laughs> or on the specs, or whatever. No. Uh, no. No. So I ended up replacing that. She works fine now. Yeah. Except that, you, except that you put 16 gigs of RAM in. And it might be, yeah. <laughs> so I might have to replace the motherboard so that I can utilize it better. But that'll oh, be next year's at you at all. <laughs> of course you aren't. What else would you be laughing at? Theo's nose? Ryan's oh. hair? Yeah, I don't know. All of his hair? For yep. those of you who don't know Ryan, he has lots of hair. He has flowing black locks and a beard to match. Ladies. He is the manliest of men. <laughs> oh, boy. Lumberjack with a ponytail. Dude, doesn't my chin hair do something? You've already got one. That's... Maybe, I mean. I know. This itty-bitty, that does count, Theo. It can. More than I got. <laughs> yeah. So I guess Ryan and I are the only ones who can grow real facial hair on this show. Hey, I can. I choose not to. <laughs> Just wait until November, then we'll see what happens to my face. Well, you're going to see what's going to happen to my head. I told you guys about this, right? I no. promised a friend that I'm gonna that I would let her shave my head on Halloween night. Okay. And I'm frightened, not the fact that I'm going to be mostly bald, but the fact that she said that the part that she was most excited about was buzzing the designs in that she had in mind. Well, what? What? Yeah. So wait, she's not going to be shaving everything off? Apparently not. Oh boy. Yeah. Hey, you're in college. It's time to make mistakes, right? Of course. It's all about. You know, I've done that already. And we won't say all of that on air. How's that? <laughs> <clears throat> so. No, I'm not saying all the mistakes I've made. <laughs> That is staying strictly offline and among a few people who know me well enough. <laughs> We've all made stuff that we just don't talk about all the time. Exactly. All right, so moving on to our main mini-topic. Now that's a contradiction. <laughs> the main mini-mini-main topic? Try saying that five times fast. I, I don't even know what that means. Oh, oh, Ryan's already putting it up there. All right, good. All right, so... Quick time events, are they worth it and how should they be implemented? So for those of you who don't know, what a quick time event is, is oftentimes in games, in the cutscenes, they'll have different things that you'll have to do in order to be able to interact. Or actually, oftentimes they'll be optional. And not in always to... in cutscenes either. Like a lot of, a lot of annoying uh, quick time events are like, you know, you're, you're battling, you're in this big boss battle and you're, you know, whittling down their health and everything, and then when they get down to a certain point, it's suddenly, quick time event, oh, you have to press Q a bunch of times, oh, you have to press E, now you have to press F, and it's like, what? What do I do? You know, and if you miss him, then, you know, the, the big boss, like, knocks you off of them, and you have to whittle down their health again until you can try the quick time event again and possibly fail it again. So, like, God of War. Or I was thinking of uh, um, um, The Force Unleashed. Does, yeah. That one had some terrible, terrible quick time events. Yeah. At least the ones in, like, God of War made sense. Like, whatever you were doing was actually something that Kratos was doing, too. Like, spin the joystick in this direction, and he would be spinning something, actually. Mm. Like, he'd be shoving his blade into something and then spinning it around. Or you'd have to hit the right button at the right second just to make sure that you could throw your blade to the right spot or something like that. I don't know. So, yeah, I see how it could get annoying that way, but at the same time... As the article in Game Informer that we're going to have up in the show notes points out, they do add an element that into the games that can be really important for, in particular, storytelling. So, do you want me to talk about this, or do one of you guys want to? Um, sure. I mean, the the two the two games that they were basically um, talking about were uh, was that Heavy Rain or was that Heavy Rain? Yeah, Heavy Rain was and Mass Effect. Ones. Mass Effect Two and Three. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Walking Dead was in there too, mm -hmm. I believe. I do, I do like the um, the quick time events in the Walking Dead aren't aren't intrusive, so they're nice. 
Okay. So what they'll oftentimes do is they'll put you in the role of the character and have you become more emotionally attached to what you're doing. So the example that they give for Heavy Rain is you have to make the decision to cut off your finger or not. And that'll be right in front of your eyes. And each time you move the joystick or press the right button or something like that is the slice that it makes. So it puts you having to painstakingly, in a psychological fashion, painstakingly, go through each and every single swipe of the knife as it cuts through your finger. And they, they do that in The Walking Dead a lot. You know, they, they make you cut off this guy's leg with a, with a big axe, and it takes like five swings to actually finally get through his leg, and you have to click on it each time. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Although, how about the ones in Mass Effect? Those ones were, oh my, actually, they're not, they weren't bad, but they were kind of annoying for me because a lot of times, as soon, like, if, if I went into dialogue, I would kind of, like, sit back and, and, you know, watch the dialogue, and I would, like, take my hand off of the mouse, um, and then suddenly it's like, oh, look, I can do a paragon option, oh, crap, okay, uh, you know, which button do I push? And I, you know, would have to, like, find the mouse again and hit the right-click button. Yeah. No, it's... It, it's good at keeping you on your toes, and as he pointed out, it keeps you involved in the game a little bit more in some of the dull points. So this way, in a way, this will also be helpful to gamers because it'll make it, by keeping you on your toes, it'll keep you more mentally involved in the game. So if you, uh, like say, if you were playing some mystery game, this could be really helpful because they could drop some hints and some clues as to what's going on. But without a quick time event, you might just be sitting back and being, oh, okay, we'll just do this and this and this and this. Munching on your chips or talking to Om-nom. somebody else or whatever. Omnoming all the omnoms. Yeah. The, oh, the, the author talked about, like, checking their phone or their emails or whatever while playing a game, and I was just like, wow, really? Way to, way to stay focused, dude. Hey, sometimes I check my phone when I'm playing a game. I disown you. Hey, I have taxes, and I, I, I have people who like to contact me. Mm-hmm. Well, I do too, but that's usually just because I don't usually have much free time, so I have to keep a close eye on time. Yeah, I so, can understand that. But yeah, so quick time events. I guess I'm personally pro quick time events, and it's one of those things where it has to be implicated in the right way. It's not like garlic where you cannot go overboard. What? Um, what did you just say? <laughs> it's not possible to have too much garlic. I would have to disagree there. Mm-hmm. I I am on the first thing inside. Well. To each their own. I would go with ranch. You can never have too much ranch. Oh, God. It has garlic. Lots of garlic. I, w- I would just, like, straight up drink ranch. It's like creamy garlic. Mm. Actually, that reminds me of something that you should have. There's a Kurdish drink. Sorry, completely and totally off topic. There's a Kurdish <laughs> drink that you can have uh, where it's plain yogurt that's been watered down a little bit with some ice cubes in it and some dill on the top. So it's like drinking ranch dressing almost. Welcome to 8-Bit, everybody, the gaming cooking <laughs> show. <laughs> Iron Gamer. Iron Gamer. <laughs> Wait, what about Iron Gamer? What? I'm making an Iron Chef pun. Uh, I see what you did there. Yep. Alright, so moving on to our main, main topic, which is not a mini topic, because this is not a mini game. Theo has been playing a ton of um, Enemy Unknown, um, which I haven't been able to do because I've been too busy playing Dishonored. Shame on you. I'm glaring at you right now. Yes. Whatever. I'm glaring at you right now. Hey, I finished Dishonored. I haven't yet, so did you get the... So I'm assuming you got to the mind-blown part that I got to. Um, then we're starting I, which, just which, which, about. Which mission was that after, exactly? This was, I believe, after the Golden Cat mission. Okay. And the one, what was I looking and, for, exactly, near the bed? In your room, up on your desk, there was a picture, um, and this that, this will be a little that bit Emily of a, drew that Emily drew. Okay, that one. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, "Huh, really? Oh my gosh!" Yeah, I was about to say spoiler, but yeah, we'll we'll not spoil that one. Oh, give me a sec. Why? What are you doing? Did he leave? I don't. Okay. Know. Well, Theo, I guess we can start on the XCOM review. So why don't you tell us about the game? Um, and while you're doing that, I will go and help one of my all right, residents. Cool. All right. Got to attend to some. Well, there's a lot. Um, 
for all you that um, that have played it and also played the original one, it's more simplistic than the original, but in a good way. It's like an ele- elegance of simplicity, unlike Apple. But um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. No, I'm just, I'm just joking. But no, um, and it's an elegant simplicity and like when the side view you have of your uh, main complex on the ground, it's really fun just to watch and look around and see what everyone's up to. So, were you actually around when the first one was big? I mean, I feel like we're a little too young for for the original yeah. XCOM. Yeah, I, I only played like like an hour of it, but okay, I played an hour of it just so I can maybe reference it. Oh, that's a good idea, actually. Because <laughs> for instance, in the in in the, um, this XCOM, when you move soldiers around, you can move them. You have a two phase move. In the original one, you literally take them step by step. Oh so, wow! So yeah. Oh, so I suppose um, we should probably let everybody know what the kind of the overall concept of this game is. Yeah. So in XCOM Enemy Unknown, the Earth is being invaded by aliens, and you are put in charge of this paramilitary organization that is independent of, of you know, any nation, um, and you're basically tasked with just defending the Earth from these aliens. Um, and the, the game is a, a turn-based strategy game, and it's got kind of two two different levels of this strategy. You've got the global level where you know every once in a while you'll get um a, a, you know two two different like um countries asking for help or you know there'll be a UFO sighting or whatever, and you have to kind of decide where you're going to send your personnel, um you know your soldiers to go and investigate whatever. Um, and then the other phase of this this strategy is. When you send the soldiers, obviously you go and control the squad of soldiers, and uh, and so that's still turn-based, but it's it's kind of a more squad-based turn-based strategy thingy. Am I getting all this right? Yes. Awesome. You were actually right on the dials. I was amazed. <laughs> and I haven't even opened it yet. <sighs> Not yet. Well, I'll, we can we can change that right now. I already have it downloaded. <laughs> I agree. Completing installation. All right. everything. <laughs> and plus, my favorite soldier has to be the sniper. Can to elaborate? Well, sniper early on, they're they're limited, but the um, since I'm okay with each soldier, um, they they level up like in ranks. First, squaddy, like um, lieutenant, captain, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. With each one, you get a choice of uh, of which two upgrades you want to have. Um, you want to have them for. It's like in the end, you can have um your sniper basically always have a higher chance of criticals while. Being able to kill enemies, and if, it, if you kill if you kill them while you're flanking them, you get the you get another shot. You keep you can keep doing that for as long as there are enemies. Nice. So he can just kind of go on a rampage. Right. So like you shoot one enemy, you kill them, you're in the zone. Mm-hmm. You kill another one because you, you flank them, you're in the zone. So you keep on shooting until there are no no more enemies in sight. So this guy is basically as awesome as the sniper from Saving Private Ryan. Yes. Nice. If only he said um like parts parts the Bible while shooting, then yes. Great. Now I can't hear you because the game's so loud. <laughs> but it's so amazing. Yeah. Speaking of amazing, um, this this is one of the few strategy games that you'll see where people might watch you play and go, "Wow, this is a really cool shooter." You know, like it's the, at that level of of graphical fidelity. And, and it's 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 really funny when you um every month the council as they call it reviews you like people from different mm-hmm. nations and it's funny one time I lost everyone's South America but I got an A nice A for effort well probably A for nobody really needs South America right, right. who needs Brazil and Argentina <laughs> yeah nobody's gonna listen to our show after this episode I think <laughs> um. Let's see, what else about XCOM can we talk about? Oh yeah, so so getting your soldiers leveled up obviously is great, but death is permanent in this game. So if you've if you've been, you know, concentrating on getting one of your soldiers a ton of nice equipment and nice skills and everything, and then somehow they die on a mission, you're gonna be kinda screwed, right? Yeah, but that's why there are save points. <laughs> oh man. You Son of a gun. I know, right? Cheater butt using logic to help you. <laughs> it's on my side this time, boys. Well, I can't really talk because I've been utilizing the uh, quick save feature quite a bit in Dishonored. Yeah, same. It's but really that's, nice. 
that's kind of difficult to not do, especially seeing if you want to do a non-lethal playthrough, or at least as non-lethal as possible. Because you are going to make mistakes. It is. There's no question about that. Well, just get better. Get better at the game, and then you won't make mistakes. And the, the, there's one option in XCOM, though, that's really nice, where, like, if you do, if you don't have a ch- chance to save, you can um, choose, it's called Iron Man to go through. Mm-hmm. And you click that, and um, you only have you can only have one save game through the whole thing. I am Iron Man. <laughs> do, 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 do. Huh. Ian, please don't try and do anything musical. Okay. Or I'll have to bring Mr. Oyen in. <laughs> Awkward silence. Sorry, I'm changing graphical settings in XCOM. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, 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 there is one thing I can say that I don't particularly like about this XCOM that, that I know people like from the old XCOM. Do tell. And what was that? In the, in the old XCOM, like, um, when your soldier dies, you can pick up their equipment, and this one you can't. Oh, that's oh. weird. Usually, yeah, usually in, in video games nowadays, they go to great lengths to have that kind of thing in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I guess in this way, it means that if you F up, you really F up. Yeah. So, what? yeah. I was going to say something. Something. There beats to it. I think. Okay, thanks. <laughs> so, so you definitely recommend this game to other gamers. Yes. Is the it, bottom line. It is addictive. You get frustrated and you want to hit your computer, but then again, you want to kiss it because because you're because you just captured an alien and it's really hard and you're so proud of yourself and your team. <laughs> Boom. Wow. Yeah. So in the last two weeks, since this game came out two weeks ago, pretty much exactly, you have played thirty-two and a half hours. Of XCOM Enemy Unknown. Yes. Really? I thought it was 28. Let me check. No, um, Theo, that's more than I've played games in total over the last two weeks. <laughs> um, what can I say? It's a, it's addictive. Wow. You have you have way too much time on your hands. Dude, I I, I go to Normandale. There there's isn't much to do there. Fair enough. Give and, me and your times. All and of them. In my computer science class, it's online. It's all stuff we all, we all already know because it's the first introduction one. Oh, fun. Give all of your times. What are you guys even learning there? Or not learning, but what are they trying to teach you? Oh, one second. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring up my, um, since it's online, I'm going to bring up my D- D2L thing, which is our online overview thing. Okay. Um, or are you oh, going to yeah, screen share it to us? I could, um, one second. I don't need to explain to you how to screen share the way I did with my mom, right? No, not in that way. Okay, good. That sounds suggestive. In the worst possible way. Theo, if you need to drag the window around, you click on the top of the window and you drag it. What? There's yeah. a top? Yeah. On the bar where the uh, the close and the maximize and the minimize buttons are, you drag that. Oh. And the window goes with it. I hope my mom doesn't listen to this. <laughs> she wouldn't understand it anyway. Yeah, no. I, um... Sorry, Amy. <laughs> Just in case she does. Who cares? I highly doubt it. No, I'm screwed too. Great. Look what you did to me. One second. You've ruined me. Okay. See, if you look at this window, this is basically what we're learning. Hardware security, input output devices. Really? Wait, is that as simple as I think it is? Yes, it is. Oh my goodness. I study for ten minutes, I get an A. So you guys aren't even like learning. Any programming stuff or or nope. Wow. It's introduction. Um here the um the latest things we've been working on are is internet security, how that works, and how how people come up with new portable mobile internet access. Isn't that cool? Nice. <laughs> so let's cut okay. Man, in, in our intro class we all learned racket and and had a good time with the parentheses. Because parentheses are amazing in Racket. Information Tools Wikipedia. What? They actually have that as a chapter. Wow. Oh, wow. I do? Apparently. I hope you understand what that means. (laughs) It's kind of hilarious. That people who take that class don't know what Wikipedia is. Or at least how to use it. Yeah. Well, hey, I I decided to start at the beginning. And I was like, well, maybe I'll learn something. I haven't. 
Quality education right there. Great way to spend your money. $700, but it's paid by the state. <laughs> Go state. Go state. Except for my books, I paid $5 of my education. Better than it's going down here. <laughs> President Boley kind of likes to spend money on things that are pointless and useless. Like a giant tornado statue that he paid what? for with all of the... Yeah, commemorating the giant tornado that went through the Gustavus. It's commemorating the sesquicentennial, and it's where he put all of the teachers' pay raises for this year. The the tornado that came through when my mom was going to Gustavus? Yep. Wow. But so we we now call it, instead of the sesquicentennial thing, the students call it the Oli Memorial, um, though I've, I like the faculty names for it better, or the faculty's name for it better, the Big Screw. <laughs> I get it. Because <laughs> it's kind of true. Yeah. But I can rage on President Bully later. <laughs> now is not the time. For he's nothing related to, to video games, because I'm sure he is retarded when it comes to the subject of video games. Well, retarded's not the right word there. Not by any means. Ignorant, stupid, unknowledgeable. Not retarded. Oh, so since I just finished with Dishonored, um, I can I've, I kind of want to have a few things that I want to talk about that we didn't get to talk about last week. Well, um, I'm not give, quite finished with it yet. I know. I won't give away any like specific spoilers, but um but the game the, the game was a lot a lot like shorter than I was expecting it to be because like okay, so so at like the 12 hour mark or so, um you know, I was getting to a point in the plot where it seemed like it was going to end, you know, we all were happy and we all won and everything, and then I was like, well there's no way that the, that this game could end in 12 hours. So I was pretty sure that there was a plot twist coming. Yep. Sure and I'm past there. Yep. And then, <laughs> and then again, um, at like 16 hours, I, you know, I start this mission where I'm like, oh, well, I have like no more enemies after I go and get these guys. So, you know, is there going to be another plot twist? Because 16 hours seems like it's going to be pretty short. But you know, eh. And so I went and did the mission. Didn't kill anybody. Snuck past all the guards. It was like easy peasy. And there wasn't like. A final boss battle or anything. Huh? There, there was, there was like nothing. I just went up into this tower and won the game, and then, wow. and then, and then they had a nice cutscene and ended the game. And like, <laughs> since since I did, since I, you know, I got the uh, the low chaos ending. It was all like everybody's happy and everything <laughs> turned out all right in the end. And you ushered in a golden age, yay! And I was like. That was like the least interesting ending to a game I've ever seen because it's just all like nothing, like no compromises were made. Nothing went wrong. It was just everything's good. So be quiet, Ryan. So I'll, ha- <laughs> I'll talk about Windows later in a blog post. His name is not Ryan. His name is Ghost. Ghost. Now, Ghost Ryan. Kindly, Ghost, shut up. <laughs> but... No, I. How far am I from the end? I just had the battle with the. We'll call him the Spy Master. The, the, wait, the Spy Master? Not the one that you face off at the beginning of the game, but the second one. Are we talking the about? Are we talking about the assassin, the Dodd guy? Yeah, Dodd. Okay. Yeah, actually, I was expecting. I was expecting there to be an interesting battle at the end, the way that there was with Dodd. Yeah. But then, but then there wasn't. Um. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I've, you're pretty darn close, actually. There's there's one one more kind of going through the sewers, going back to the base where you used to work, and then going and finishing the game. So there's like there's like three more maps total for you, and that's it. Hmm. We'll have to finish that up this weekend then. Yeah, for sure. Maybe Wednesday night. Tomorrow night? Oh no, I won't have time. Tomorrow is Wednesday. Oh, dear God, help me. Isn't it? Yeah. Still, oh, dear God, help me. I'm so happy tomorrow, though. What's going on? Well, because I usually have a four-hour-long history class, but our teacher canceled it. Nice. I'm not happy for tomorrow. I have to perform. Didn't you just have the jazz thingy this last weekend or whatever? Yeah, now it's my solo jury, so I have to get up in a crowd of people who are judging how well I play. (laughs) Yeah, but you do that kind of thing all the time. No, I don't. Usually it's like, oh, music, yay, music. Now it's like, I'm going to scrutinize every single note you play. Didn't you, uh, 
didn't you do the uh, the Ordway thingy yeah. and that was all scrutinizing and whatnot? Yeah. So there but you go. That that was an audition, and I mean I've done this several occasions. I just hate doing it, and it's with a piece that's particularly difficult. If any of you guys know the name Charlie Parker, who is the saxophone of the all, he's like the god saxophone. Uh, whenever you think of a sax player, Charlie is the name that should come to mind. He unfortunately died relatively young. Well, no, very young, like in his 20s, due to probably a heroin overdose. So he was kind of addicted to that stuff. Well, but. whenever I think of saxophone players, I think of you. So, oh, I think of. I don't okay. know. Your girlfriend? Or does she, she not does play? She does not play any instruments. <laughs> I am disappointed. <laughs> you remember you. when uh, when we went to famous or was that famous Dave's? Yeah, yep. and uh, and you know, meeting all of your friends and stuff from Gustavus, and one of them was just like, "So, what do you play?" And I was like, huh, "Nope, <laughs> <laughs> I don't." <laughs> okay. If I went, at least I could say I can play the clar- clarinet and bass clarinet mm-hmm. and, and saxophone. Yeah, and, and a little bit of saxophone. And hey, I, I can like play you. clarinet too. I taught myself in a month. Sweet. He assumed that I was there to, like, play with you guys up on stage. And I was just like, nah, I'm just going to watch. That'd be amusing if you tried. Oh, boy. Except for the fact when I covered my face and ran away in shame. Oh, did you watch Futurama at all? On occasion. Did you, have you ever seen that, that like, um, that, like, the, like, um, clarinet-looking device where, like, creates, like, a hologram or, like, a little video thing? Oh, oh gosh, I have not. It's like a clarinet... But like it creates a bunch of people. Hmm. Cool. I'll take your word for it. Giant black phallic shaped object making images in front of people. Sounds great. <laughs> yes. Especially when you put it that way. <laughs> well, what All other right. way is there to put it? This is 8 bit. True. <laughs> Everything is phallic shaped in 8 bit, even the pixels. <laughs> Don't ask me how that works. <laughs> that, that would be really weird. If you just, like, zoomed in on your screen really, really close, and all it was is penises. <laughs> I want to see someone do that. Penises everywhere. Dicks. Dicks everywhere. Ow. Now my eyes hurt. <laughs> Too many can't, dicks. Can't be as bad as, from what I've heard, our space dicks. What are you I'm, talking about? I have... I kind of have no idea, and I'm planning to choose... And I'm intending on staying in blissful ignorance... But there's a section of Reddit that's called Space Sticks, and it's apparently horrifying. <laughs> oh, God. Like the, little, like the little insignia that's up in the corner um, is a picture of a penis going through a slice of... And he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> At the exact moment, too. The internet decided that that was enough talk about Reddit. <laughs> that was great. And, uh, and it kicked him off. That was great. <laughs> So, for all of you listeners, uh, when you go and take the survey, you can just ignore the fact that, that you know, that this show happened, alright, in, in your answers. So, yeah, just this episode, nah. Yeah. So, <laughs> typically on this show, uh, when Ian uh, gets kicked off, we just kind of end the uh, end of the show. So There we go. <laughs> <sighs> it has not ended yet. Chrome crashed. <laughs> you were the chosen one. Well, at least it lasted a little, little longer than Opera. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll have to go back to Firefox. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, Firefox, go to, I'll go to Steam. <laughs> strictly the Steam browser. <laughs> open up a game. Shift tab. Open up the browser. Genius. Yes. That'd be great. <laughs> or what what else? What else is there? There's Sea Monkey. There's um there's oh what's that really old one? Net whatever, net net something. I heard you talking about. I forget. I, I wasn't alive in the nineties. <laughs> We're <laughs> just not paying attention to anything. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, where did I cut out? Net, what did you oh, guys last zero, hear me net say? Zero. Uh you know, we don't really need to continue the train of thought that you were on anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> Penises through slices of pepperoni pizza everywhere. I'm sure that's the least of our worries. 
Though I, I don't know if it's as bad as Goatsy or Lemon Party, but honestly, I do not want to find out either way. Or 4chan or what have you. You know what? I would trick one of my friends into find out how bad it really is. Thank you. Awesome. You'll have to come back as a guest a second time and report then <laughs> <laughs> on Reddit Space Sticks. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm Ian Buck. You can find me on Google Plus and on my blog, which is ianrbuck.blogspot.com. And I'm on Steam, steamcommunity.com slash id slash wolfrevo. That's where you can find me. Yay. I am Ian Decker, and you can find me on Google+, Plus as well as you can find me on Steam, and I am on Steam DS underscore Bigfoot. Of course, in your URL, there's no underscore. Of course not. Of course. But just to confuse everything. It's great. <laughs> and, Master and, uh, Theo? And I, hey, I'm, I'm talking. <laughs> yep. And I'm Theo. I just joined Google+, Plus just for this. <laughs> and I'm also on Steam as my screen name would be Skrigdar. I Don't ask me how to spell it. I, No one can. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes, Skrigdar. I've always pronounced it as Shrigdar. Everyone does. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to worry all of our listeners, we have uh, the URL to his profile in the show notes, and his URL, unfortunately, is just a bunch of numbers. He doesn't have his, uh, his name in there. Oh, shame. Or you, you know what? I might set it up as my old name, which is a lot easier to spell. Oh, great. Well, that means that our URL is going to be wrong. Two force. Oh, actually, wait. It no, not that one. Not okay. That one. Okay. I, I two old ones. I have um, Aka O Ninja and the Beef Hammer. Oh, yeah. The Beef Hammer? The yes. Beef hammer. You bang things with your beef? Beef are not the hammer. <laughs> the hammer is my <laughs> Oh, great. We're back to penises. If he did not know that. Peni? Penis? Penis? I don't know. It's just like that itty-bitty desktop, 14 inches long. Yeah. <laughs> 3.6 <laughs> inches wide. Well, I have a mid-sized tower, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Cooler Actually, master here, bro. That sounds much less suggestive than I, than, than I thought it would. <laughs> the fact that you have it, the fact that it's comparable to a tower, period. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> Server rack. God. <laughs> All the pretty LEDs. <laughs> and with that, this is Ian Decker. And Ian. And Theo Holman. Signing off. <laughs> <laughs>